This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I've got my hosts or co-hosts, Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova, dedicated app experts. We've got a fantastic program for you. We uh, are going to be talking about uh, apps that can help you sleep and get more rest. Also, of course, our Hot 5. This week, it's the Hot 5 Augmented Reality apps. Pretty cool. We'll also be talking about what's streaming on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon, some of the hot movies and TV shows. And have you ever worried about your credit card being skimmed? This is uh, where the uh, the bad guys can actually wirelessly uh, get your credit card information uh, through uh, bad uh, retail locations, gas pumps, etc. Well, we have an app that can actually help you. So you'll want to stay tuned for that as well. Got a lot of uh, app news uh, this week, guys. Uh, Apple Music, uh, very popular m- music service, obviously for uh, iPhone users, but uh, also available on Android. And they've uh, updated some of the features so it works better with uh, Android phones. Yeah, so they've added a couple of things here. They've added voice control, which is kind of cool. And they've got a new user interface. So uh, kind of a, a good look here. They've got uh, user profiles as well so that individual users can have their own uh, connection to Apple Music, so they can set up their own preferences. Uh, you go through this right when you begin with Apple Music, selecting the type of music that you like, and then it will recommend things for, uh, you know, your cool music mix, your party mix, your uh, your chill mix. Uh, so it's great to have those features come to Android. Yeah, I, I like Apple Music. I, I actually have Apple Music and Spotify, and actually Deezer as well, which is a whole other story. Um, but I, I would I would guess that not a lot of Android folks would want Apple Music. Well, I mean, the thing here is if you've got uh, other Apple devices like an uh, an iPad or an Apple TV or an Apple computer and you're using an Android phone, you may be in the Apple ecosystem. So uh, bringing all of this together may mean that, you know, you have an Apple Music subscription. We tend to see it uh, with families because there is an uh, there is an Apple Music family plan, which is $14.99 a month, which gives you up to five users. So if you've got a mixed household of Apple and Android users, um, now everybody can be on the same subscription instead of having to split those subscriptions across two or three services. You know what I hope this works with, uh, I have a Google Home, and right now it only works with Google Play and Spotify. It would be great if uh, I was able to actually access my Apple Music library as well. And that really comes down to both uh, Google and Apple working together on that, which, (laughs) well, they've actually started to make friends again. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but last week, Siri is no longer using Bing for search results. It's using Google for search results. This is this is actually a huge shift, right? Whoa, whoa, so. whoa, whoa! Siri was using Bing. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked. Well, that was a whole lot of like, "Hey Siri, look for this," and she's like, "Well, I've searched the web and I can't find anything." I'm like, "Go figure." But in the last week, if you've checked, it's actually getting much better at finding things that people are looking for. It, it's interesting. Uh, Bing is uh, Microsoft's uh, search engine that has desperately tried to compete against Google. I think my favorite was when uh, they were paying TV shows and movies. Oh my God, it was shameless. To to basically, instead of saying, you know, if they were in a cop show, hey, uh, Google, Google that guy's uh, identity, uh, they would say, hey, can you Bing that? And I don't think anyone knew what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> And it just sound, it sounded so weird. Yeah, I feel, feel like they really missed a, a tie-in with Friends. You know, they had Chandler Bing. They should have had him on to do the, uh, totally. the Bing commercials. Totally. Uh, speaking of music, uh, Apple uh, has uh, released uh, some new subscriber numbers and pretty incredible. They're uh, over 30 million subscribers now, which is uh, quite a, a great feat. I think uh, those are all paid subscriptions as well. Yes, they are. And so this is actually up 10 million from earlier in the year, which is a huge leap. I mean, it took Spotify a long time to get to the 30 million number. Uh, Apple Music's really making up a lot of the difference. And I think it does have to do with uh, new users being solicited 
uh, for Apple Music when they get their new iPhones and their new iPads and their uh, their new Apple computers. So basically, people being welcomed into that uh, that ecosystem, locked in. Some people might say, but uh, it's a huge amount of growth in the last uh, last few months. Well, I think Apple's done a good job with that. You know, I don't think Google has done as great a job with uh, their Google Play Music service with Android devices. Uh, uh, you know, I've tried a few Android phones, and it just doesn't seem to have that seamless experience. Uh, you know, kind of migrating users over to the, their music service. I'd agree with that. I mean, when you take a look at it, I'd say that Apple Music and Spotify are sort of first tier services. Google Play Music seems to be a bit of a second tier service. Um, Spotify, I think right now, is actually le- leading the pack, though. Their daily mixes are a great way to discover new music. Apple does a weekly new music mix that uh, comes out on Fridays for you. And again, we'll take into account what you've been playing to find new stuff for you. But Spotify is really deeply trying to integrate into your daily rhythm of getting you new music. So it's kind of a, it's a, a good feature. And I think Apple's got a ways to go in that space. Christina, do you listen to music? I do listen to music. Do you have one of the? I listen to Spotify, actually. Why did you go with that? I know you are an iPhone user. I am an iPhone user, but I, uh, well, I tested out Apple Music on your device and um, decided that I liked the Spotify interface better. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, as I was saying, I have both, and I even subscribe to Deezer right now. I don't know how well they're doing or if they're going to be able to survive going against Spotify and, and Apple. I know Spotify has 60 million subscribers now, which is huge. Yeah. And they're still yeah. having a hard time making money, <laughs> apparently. Well, I mean, Deezer's actually found a bit of a niche market because they do have high-resolution audio. That's why, well, you know what? I got sucked into it somehow. I don't know. I got like three months free. But of course, you know, to get that, you have to put your credit card information in. And of course, do you think I remembered when the three months were up? No. <laughs> now, can I find the time to actually go and unsubscribe? No. Because that's a really like labor-intensive process for you? You know, there's so much stuff going on. <laughs> and for me to go to Deezer.com and then, you know, they don't make it easy to unsubscribe. Well, I have th- to dig. That, that said, though, if you do have a set of speakers that can produce better quality audio, the difference between Deezer and the compressed music that comes out of Spotify and Apple Play Music, if you're in sort of normal or even the higher level, not the highest level, but you can sort of, you can tell the difference. Deezer does sound like it does have more more range. That's why I wanted to try it. I have um, a Sonos music system in my home uh, with different speakers all over the house. It's multi-room. And... Uh, I was, you know, attracted to the high def uh, version of the music. I thought that was kind of a neat feature. So um, I don't know if I'm like the best person to really hear the difference between the two, but it's it seems to sound better. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's provable. So there it is. So what I found interesting about this Apple story about uh, the subscribers is that uh, in the interview, Jimmy Iovine was uh, actually quoted saying that they're not doing enough yet, that he's not happy with uh, the, with the service and he wants to add more to it. So what do you think is going to happen there? Any thoughts? Well, you know, and I recommend this to the uh, the listeners. There's a fantastic HBO miniseries out called The Defiant Ones. And it's about Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre all through the 90s and how they kind of came up through that music area. Jimmy Iovine, you know, a little bit older and obviously was through the 70s. I mean, he was the guy behind uh, Tom Petty. May he rest in peace, uh, Stevie Nicks, uh, a whole bunch of bands, Bruce Springsteen, you know, so many bands and, and singers that y- you probably have heard of and how they got together and formed Beats uh, Music, you know, the headphones and the Beats Music service and how then they got bought out by Apple for billions of, of dollars. And it's a fantastic documentary and really kind of delves deep in, 
explains how that whole world worked. But he he is a genius. And I think what he is saying basically is that, you know, they know that they're up against like a Spotify and they want to get much tighter integration with the artists and I think build up a tighter community around that. This is one of the things that I like about Beats One, which is the radio station that comes with Apple Music, because it does actually offer more integration. You can actually text in requests to some of the DJs that are online, and they will play your song. That. They'll, That's then, cool. Yeah, they'll read. You can iMessage. They'll they'll read your uh, the new wave of radio. Yeah, I mean it's a worldwide radio station. Everyone around the world is listening to the same thing at the same time. It's actually it's a it's kind of a phenomenal thing. So I think we're going to take a look and see things like that. I mean, Apple did have their ping social net, social media network that was part of iTunes a couple of years ago. That didn't go anywhere. Getting a lot of blank stares around the room. <laughs> I remember it. I, I just, I didn't fully understand it. And I never Where used it. Where was I? <laughs> I don't know. Not on ping. No. Um, it was actually, it was she built was on into Bing. iTunes. Right? <laughs> she was on Bing. Admit it. But I, I think we're going to see something more about that. They're talking about what makes me, what makes a super fan, what gets people more involved in music. So I think that's what we're going to see uh, Apple Music reaching more towards. Yeah, I don't know. Like, sure, that's cool, inter, you know, interacting with the artist. But at the end of the day, I just want music. Like, I just want to be able to say, hey, uh, whatever, phone or speaker, play, play some great music or play some, you know, mood music for the morning. Do I need to interact with Lady Gaga? I don't know. <laughs> You know what, though? You are interested in how that music gets made. So wouldn't you like to have more of that storytelling um, you linked know, I'm into drinking, your music? Great. But I'm drinking my coffee. I'm eating my croissant. And I just want to hear the music. Maybe not Lady Gaga in the morning. But do I need to understand how that music was made then? You you don't want to know how Poker Face was made? I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, I do, but you know that's a whole different experience. I'm, am I going into Apple Music for that, or is that you know I'm in front of my TV and I want to see a documentary on that? So, uh, you know, that being said, I think Apple Music's done a great job of building up their subscribers. Uh, I think there's only going to be two horses in this race. It's going to be Spotify. It's going to be Apple Music. I don't know how any of these other guys are really going to survive. That's fair. Anyone putting bets on Google Play? Oh, Nobody. sorry, Google Play. You know what? They're <laughs> Google, so they'll. They'll be there. I'm sure they're going to do something. I mean, competition always has to react to the other competitors out there. They're not really killing it right now. So they're going to have to do something different. And I think we'll see that in the next two years. One more uh, piece of news. Airbnb down in the U.S. now lets you book restaurant reservations, which is interesting. Airbnb, a very popular uh, site and service app uh, to find uh, places to stay in cities and has done quite well. So it's uh, interesting now that they're trying to branch out into other avenues. I've heard they want to get into recommending car rentals and then now it looks like uh, the whole restaurant recommendation and reservation thing is uh, going to be very competitive against uh, a number of other services like the Yelps and open tables of the world. One of the things I like about this is the ability to actually prepay for your meal, tip included, uh, if there's a fixed price menu. I think that's kind of a kind of a neat thing. Okay, but a tip is supposed to be based on the level of service you receive. How are you going to know what level of service you're going to receive ahead of your meal? Airbnb I, will figure that out. <laughs> I'm, I'm optimistic. You know what? Like, I got to be honest. When I'm out, I, I just tip this, the standard amount that I always tip. It doesn't really vary that much unless it's horrendous. Do you agree? I, I agree. I mean, it, it kind of is like, here, here's your tip. Unless you've actually, you know, set my food on fire in front of me or possibly set me on fire, then we're going to talk about a slight reduction in the percentage. But other than that, yeah, it's kind of st straightforward. Let's uh, change gears now and uh, learn something about our iPhones. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. 
This week's iPhone tip of the week is using the built-in document scanner in iOS 11. So in the past, if you've wanted to scan a document, you'd use a document scanning app. You'd fork over a few dollars for a scanner pro, or you could spend up to $10 a month for apps like PDF Writer. In iOS 11, you can get that same functionality for free thanks to a brand new built-in feature. To scan documents like business cards, receipts, contracts, and anything in between, you'll open up your Notes app, you'll tap the new note icon, then tap the plus that shows up in the toolbar. You'll see the word scan document. You can tap on that and a camera window will open up. So now you can scan documents from directly above or from off angles and the app will automatically correct the shape. So you'll see the document highlighted and when it has a lock on the image, it will capture it automatically. You can also tap the camera button to capture the scan manually. By tapping the three colored dots at the bottom, you can choose color, grayscale, or black and white for documents. You can also choose photos for documents with images, and you can crop and rotate using the additional tools. From here, you can hit save and drop the scan into your note. You can also save it to your camera roll, and you can use the share sheet to send it to other apps. So that's the built-in scanner in notes in iOS 11, and it's your iPhone tip of the week. You're listening to The App Show with Mike Agarbo, Graham Williams, and Christina Stoyanova. When we come back from the break, still a lot more to talk about. We're going to talk about sleep apps Apps that'll help you sleep and rest better. The Hot 5 this week is going to be augmented reality Hot 5 apps. Streaming, of course, on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. And uh, coming up after this break, are you worried about your credit card information wirelessly being stolen from you? We have an app that can help with it. Back after this. You are back with The App Show. Mike, Christina, and Graham here in studio. Still lots to talk about on today's program. Of course, we've got crazy and travel apps of the week coming up in a bit. Also, The Hot Five, some really great movie and TV shows that are coming out in the next uh, week or two on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. And we'll uh, be getting a little uh, tip on how to uh, get some better rest and sleep. But right now, uh, we want to uh, chat uh, about uh, a, a problem that... Uh, you know, some people are aware of, but it's happening out there. It's uh, called credit card skimmers. And Graham, can you explain to listeners what, what's happening with that? Yeah. So essentially, when you go to a place that has been compromised by a credit card skimmer, you're going to hand your card over. And this is typically happening with uh, magnetic stripes on the cards. Essentially, uh, when the card is swiped through, there is a piece of hardware that is actually over top of the existing swiper. And what it's going to do is it's going to capture the magnetic data or capture the credit card number uh, so that you can... Uh, then take that credit card number and use it for other online purchases. So this credit card skimmer will grab that data, it will store it, and then at a later time, the person who's installed this thing will come along and they will remotely connect to it, uh, typically using Bluetooth, and they will download the data and then go and create cloned credit cards. So it's a, it's a bit of a problem. It's showing up all over the place in North America. And you will never know about it until your credit card uh, is compromised and someone's using it and, and even uh, perhaps stealing your identity. Yeah, so a bit of a problem. And so there are some people who have looked at some creative solutions, and this one's kind of interesting. Well, tell us about it. So essentially, the idea here is that the Bluetooth module that is used by this credit card skimmer is a fairly standard off-the-shelf piece, and it's actually quite inexpensive. And what comes with inexpensive uh, means bad security as well, because this particular module has the same broadcast name and the same passcode across all of these devices. And in a lot of cases, criminals aren't sophisticated enough to go in and change these things. So essentially, you can find this by looking for that Bluetooth identity. So someone has created an app that looks for these skimmers out there in the wild. So you can actually hold it next to uh, a gas pump or... Um, a, any other credit card scanner, uh, swiper, pardon me, and see if this Bluetooth module is installed, which would give you a good idea that, yes, there is a skimmer somewhere in the vicinity. Well, it's interesting. Uh, the, the default device name for these uh, skimmers is called uh, 
HC-05 and the pairing passcode is 1234. So you're saying that they don't even change that. They just kind of let it go with that. They just leave it right there. And so this app is looking for that. Now you could do this manually as well, right? Like you could turn on your Bluetooth. You could look for HC-05. And if you see that around, well, that's probably fairly decent cause to panic. <laughs> Don't use your credit card in that location. Uh, now, that said, I mean, like I said, these are uh, hobbyist Bluetooth modules, so you could find these elsewhere. But typically, if you see HC05 and you're about to make a transaction purchase, maybe don't. It's time to learn some more stuff, uh, this time around Android. Android tip of the week. Make the most of your Android smartphone. On the line, we've got our good friend Rose Bahar from Mobile Syrup. Thanks for joining us, Rose. Thanks very much for having me. What is your Android tip of the week? Okay, so you know how sometimes when you take mobile pictures, um, it's a beautiful picture, but the weather is just not really cooperating. The sky looks kind of gray and drab. Well, using Google Photos' deep blue feature, you can make it really a nice deep blue, beautiful setting for any photo. And you can do that by navigating to your photo in the Google Photos app, pressing the pen icon in the middle bottom of the screen, and then pressing the slider buttons icon in the middle bottom of the screen, uh, and expanding the color slider options, scrolling to the bottom using the deep blue slider to boost the vibrancy of the sky, and you'll come out with this really beautiful, uh, sort of sunny, Californian-looking photo. I love it. Who needs reality? Exactly. <laughs> and is this available on all Android phones? Yeah, any, anywhere that has the Google Photos app will have this feature. Very cool. Thanks for joining us today, Rose. Thanks very much. When we come back from the break, still a lot more talk about on the app show. We're going to be going through our hot five augmented reality apps this week. Of course, uh, we'll also be checking out the streaming movies and TV shows on services like Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. And we're going to learn something about uh, how to sleep better with uh, a selection of apps. Back after this. You are back with the app show. Still a lot to talk about. Let's get right into it with the uh, Hot 5. The weekly app Hot 5. This week it's all about uh, augmented reality. And uh, Graham, explain augmented reality in uh, the simplest form. Uh, Augmented reality is essentially taking uh, things in the digital world, so something that an app creates, and using the camera to lay those digital things into the real world. So basically making something virtual interact with something real, augmenting that reality with a virtual thing. So you're basically holding up your uh, smartphone, for example, with the camera on and looking through the the screen and little digitized uh, graphics are are coming up, depending if it's a game or if you're just getting directions to the the nearest pizza place. Exactly. So uh, let's start at number five. What do we got, Christina? At number five, we have the IKEA Place app. And we've talked about this before, but it is simply stunning. It is. It lets you actually overlay... um, pieces of furniture into areas of your home so you can actually get an idea of what it will look like once it's in there. It is all kinds of awesome. If uh, you haven't had a chance to try it out yet, you must. You can actually, you know, put down like a couch and a coffee table uh, in your living room and then actually walk around it and see it in all the different angles uh, in, in your house. What do we got at number four? At number four, we have AR Measure Kit. Tell me about it. So this one lets you actually measure... Uh, measure things around your home or whatever you need. Do you measure Measured. how tall people are? That's kind of exactly. cool. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you have to have a certain version of uh, iOS for this? This is iOS 11 compatible. Yeah. Perfect. But for, yeah, so it's like a, a virtual ruler, essentially. So if you want to measure how long a wall is, you can uh, use your iPhone camera now for that. 
yes, you don't need a tape measure anymore. Let's go to number three. Number three is Starwalk 2. So this app actually lets you overlay um, constellations. So you point your phone towards the sky at nighttime and it will actually overlay um, what stars are there in constellations and let you ask for more information. I love, I wish I had something like this as a kid. You know, I was really, uh, maybe I was a little, a little geeky, but I had my own telescope and, you know, I could look up into the sky, but, you know, I really had to know my stars. I, you know, had my book out. You can't really see the book at night because <laughs> it's dark. Uh, so this is fantastic. It's such an educational, great educational tool, but it's a lot of fun as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely worth checking out. And it's available on both Android and iOS, this one. Number two. At number two, we have The Machines. This one's all me. I absolutely love The Machines. This is a really fun game because if you have a, a little bit of space, you're basically laying out a virtual uh, place to do battle. And this puts buildings in and it puts your, uh, your, your robots in where you're fighting each other. And you can actually fight with other people in real time with this. And the thing is, you're actually going to need to walk around the space to, you know, look through uh, arches and under bridges and over buildings to be able to attack things. So it's a really cool uh, augmented reality space where you're using your phone essentially as almost like a set of goggles to look into this virtual world that's set into real space. This one's only iOS though, right? That's correct. Yeah, this is iOS 11 compatible. iOS 11 has done a lot to unlock AR uh, for, uh, for iPhones. So there's some really cool stuff there, but they are iOS 11 required. Number one, we're talking about the Hot 5 augmented reality apps. Number one app, Christina? The number one app is one that everyone has heard about. It's Pokemon Go. For better or for worse. For better or for worse. Oh my God. I remember <laughs> when this first came out, it was everywhere. People were walking into signposts and into traffic. Uh, I wonder if it's gotten any better. Yeah, they've actually done some pretty cool stuff. Uh, so before the game was very much a, a single-player game that you played with friends by walking around with them, they've actually added something cool called Raid Battles now, where you can get up to 20 people together to battle against uh, big, ferocious Pokemon as you're trying to take them down uh, in the real world. And the augmented reality component in this is essentially you can hold up your phone and see Pokemon laid out onto the space. So when you go searching for them, they'll actually show up in the real world around you. Like in your living room or at the park or at work. Exactly so. Well, thank God not many people at our work are using it that I know of. They've already caught them all. <laughs> well, we're going to switch gears here now. Uh, sleep and rest, a uh, huge problem uh, in uh, society nowadays. Not enough people are getting uh, the required amount of sleep. We're going to learn a little bit uh, about how we can use some apps to help with that. On the line, we've got our friend Claire Kumar. She is a productivity coach out of Toronto, Ontario. Thanks for joining us today, Claire. My pleasure. So you have some apps that uh, can perhaps help all of us. Uh, why don't we go through them? Yeah, sure. I mean, one very simple thing to do is um, just get in touch with the concept of scheduling your bedtime. Uh, we really want to have a consistent bedtime every day, including on the weekends, which, which is sometimes difficult to um, achieve with social schedules and so on. But the more consistent it can be, the better. So using your, your phone, um, the regular app that's in your phone to set uh, an alarm um, for bedtime is something that um, you can do. And in fact, in the iPhone, there's a, a bedtime feature within the clock application, which uh, gets you to set and, and schedule an alarm for what, what time to go to bed. So that's what that is. <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> 
But I, I, I would find it hard to kind of keep to a schedule. I, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm kind of all over the place. Like, isn't it difficult for people like me to, to get into that? Well, I don't want to get personal, <laughs> but it's it's difficult for a lot of people until you make the connection between the value of good a good night's rest and what it does for you, not just in terms of productivity, in terms of getting things done, but how you wake up and feel the next morning, and it translates not only into your motivation and drive to tackle the things that are important to you, it often translates into your personal interactions. So I can just share a quick personal story that a few years ago, I mean, I thought I was a night owl um, all the way through my corporate career and the beginning of entrepreneurship. I would stay up late and get a second wind, and then I'd have to yet be up early to get the kids off to school in the morning. And I started to realize that, oh, once I was able to obtain enough sleep, I wasn't grumpy mama bear in the morning. I was able to have enough energy to support myself and those around me. So when you make that connection, all of a sudden you're going to have a driving motivation to get that sleep you need. Let's talk about some other apps that uh, can help us uh, get more rest. Yeah, so a lot of people have a question about how much they are sleeping because it's not just the amount of sleep but the quality of sleep that you get. And so one application that's, that's really cool is called Motion 24-7. And the, the, the name is uh, maybe a bit misleading with, with respect to the sleep applications, but that's because it also does some um, movement uh, monitoring as well. But if we're specifically talking about sleep, it's fantastic because it will actually track the duration of your sleep and show you the level of rest that you're getting in your sleep. So you'll be able to assess in the morning um, just how much good quality sleep that you've had, when you, whether it was di- um, disturbed by somebody snoring or whether pets came in and bothered you or whether the room was too hot or there were noises. There are all kinds of things that um, can get in the way of a good night's sleep, and this will be giving you a good read on just the level of the quality of sleep that you had. Am I taping the... My iPhone to my my head. How does it detect um, this? Well, it's a good question. There are two two ways to use it. You could wear a band and strap it to you, but it's not necessary. You can actually just rest it on the mattress. And I recommend um, running the application in airplane mode so you don't get um, interrupted by calls and so on. And the Wi-Fi doesn't need to be on to to actually have this work. So I just like the the idea of the application working, but not all of the other signals happening. And so that's uh, basically one way. Leave the uh, the phone uh, on your on your mattress. Is there another way? Um, some of the uh, some of them can work nearby on on a surface, but I think put, um, putting it right on your mattress is probably the best. And you can test it out um, to see the best ideal placement. It'll give you some feedback on that, and you can and play with it to get the ideal spot. Cool. Do you have one more app for us? Yeah, sure. There's um, there's a similar app for uh, auto sleep with the Apple Watch, so you can actually wear your watch and do that. Um, but here's here's one I would really like to share around creating the environment for sleep. It's kind of got a funny name, Pizzizz, P-Z-I-Z-Z, and it actually creates dreamscapes to help you fall asleep. And it's using psychoacoustics, which is a brand of psychology and sound perception, um, creating music and, and sound environments designed to relax the body and get your heart rate down so that you're in a better state to fall asleep. Cool. The name of these two apps again? Um, the first one is Motion 24 uh, slash 7, Motion 24 7. And the second one is Pizzizz. P-Z-I-Z-Z. Pizzizz. Yeah, Pizzizz. I know. I even went on Facebook and and bantered back and forth. How do I say that? Pizzizz is 
We're speaking with Claire Kumar, productivity coach out of Toronto, Ontario, all about getting enough rest and sleep with some uh, helpful uh, apps and uh, alarms. Where can people find out more information about you, Claire? Thanks, Mike. Um, you can find out more about me at streamlife.ca. Uh, so stream, stream, and then the word life.ca. Thank you very much, Claire. Pleasure. When we come back from the break, what's streaming on Netflix, Amazon, and Crave? Stay tuned. You're back with The App Show. Mike, Christina, and Graham here in studio. Still a bit of time left. Uh, We're going to get into the streaming shows of the week. But first, we've got Graham with the streaming app of the week. What do you got? So this week's streaming app of the week is the incredibly well-reviewed Sportsnet on both iOS and Android. So this app has a $24.99 monthly fee for those who don't have participating cable packages, but at that price it puts a ton of sports content on your device. The subscription gives you 24-7 access to Sportsnet, Sportsnet 1, and Sportsnet 360, including NHL games, Major League Baseball, basketball, WWE wrestling, soccer, and news about all of the above. It also includes real-time score tracking, live streaming, audio from Sportsnet Radio, integrated notifications for ongoing games, and even has a today widget for your iPhone. So you can scream to your uh, Google Chromecast on Android. You can also use AirPlay or the native Apple TV app for Apple TV owners. And you can find Sportsnet on Google Play and iOS on the App Store. Now it's time. Streaming this week. We're going to start with uh, Netflix. And uh, what are we starting off with, uh, Christina? We have, it was 50 years ago today. There was total craziness and there had been for years around the Beatles. I love the Beatles. I am so looking forward to seeing this. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a great sort of retrospective uh, perspective going on here. So if you haven't heard of the Beatles, good God. But if you have, I think you'll probably enjoy this. What's next on Netflix, Christina? We have Once Upon a Time, season six. There's no one do, the deeds are done. You'll never be happy. You don't know how. You can pretend all you want, but we know how you are. And who you will always be. Oh, that didn't end well. Uh, this is a series that uh, I believe actually filmed in Vancouver and uh, fairy tale characters interacting in the real world. Yes, and fairy tale characters from all sorts of fairy tales. Like what? Uh, we have, I believe there's Cinderella in there, Sleeping Beauty. Snow White? There's a bit of Aladdin? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very popular show. Uh, you can uh, obviously now see the latest season here on Netflix. Uh, what's next? Next, we have Scandal, season I seven. You. I didn't save you. You saved me. The road you leave You want to stand in the sun with me. I want us to stand in the sun together. <laughs> this has got uh, uh, not Mike written all over it. <laughs> this is another one of the Shonda Rhimes shows, which uh, have gained a lot of popularity in the you know past ten or fifteen years. There's Grey's Anatomy, this one, and uh, the newer one, How to Get Away with Murder. But they're all fantastic. The writing is great, um, though they do have a very female following. Let's jump over now to Crave TV. What do we have? We have Prince, Sign of the Times. Prince. And this is uh, one of his concert uh, films. Are you a big uh, Prince fan, Graham? I absolutely am. It's, uh, I mean, the 1989 Batman, probably one of the finest film soundtracks I've ever heard, so I'm really looking forward to watching this. Next up, uh, we have uh, on Crave, Crave TV something I was actually talking about on uh, the show. That's right. The Defiant Ones was released this week. 
Check, check, check. We're talking about Jimmy and Dr. Dre. Jimmy Iovine is the levitator. Dre is the innovator. I need something a little bit more impressive. Bruce taught me a work ethic. I had to work harder than the next guy. Just to okay, I got to tell you, I loved uh, this series. It's four parts, uh, HBO, uh, available uh, now on Crave TV. Have you seen it yet, guys? I have not, but I am you're shocked. A 90- you're a 90s girl. You I have know. to watch this. And I'm excited that it's coming to Crave because I'll be able to watch it now. But I've... I'm a little surprised that you loved it so much. I didn't peg you as a Dr. Dre fan. I mean, I'm, well, no, but after watching it, I'm a big fan now. Uh, I'm a big music guy uh, with Jimmy Iovine. Uh, he went right through the 70s. So that was very interesting to see how all his experience tied in with Dr. Dre through the 90s to basically create one of the biggest uh, music companies in the world uh, with Beats, with their music service and their headphones, and how they got eventually bought out by Apple and what they're doing there now. I'm very much looking forward to seeing it, so I've got this queued up. We're going to head over to uh, Amazon. Uh, What do we got? We've got the Americans. I can't sleep at night. I have nightmares. I wish this were simple. She can't handle this. It's going to get worse. They're kicking us while we're down. They're not going to stop. So this is an interesting series. Uh, The premise is kind of cool. It's uh, Russian spies that are passing themselves off as an American family. That's right. During the Cold War, this one's action-packed. A lot of fun for a TV series. Carrie Russell. Yes. I love Carrie Russell. Because you were a huge fan of Felicity back in the day? (laughs) I'm not going to admit to anything. When we come back from the break, it's Travel App of the Week with Christina. And you're going to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> you're back with the app show. Just a little bit of time left. And we're going to head over to Christina with the Travel App of the Week. What do you got? I have Splitter for iOS. This one will set you back $1.99. Uh, but it helps you divide expenses. So, you know, on a trip, if you're traveling with a group of people, it can get difficult to keep track of who's paid for what and who owes who. So if you enter all these expenses into Splitter, it does all the work for you and sends everyone a bill at the end in PDF format. Really? Yeah, great, that's right? kind of cool. So, I mean, like what kind of things? Like hotels, restaurants? Yeah, that's right. Even gas or uh, transportation costs instead of having, you know, um, the confusion of dividing things up with a calculator or remembering who footed the bill for what, you can enter it all in here. Can you fix it so that the others pay more? Um, you know what, Mike? <laughs> I'm going to let you deal with that one. I think Graham's thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do such a thing. Twice. (laughs) (laughs) And Splitter, only on iOS. Only on iOS. Oh, I mean, that's that sounds very cool. A buck 99, though. Yes. Can you split that? (laughs) No. No. no, Because you don't have an app yet. I'm sorry, Mike. That's all the time we have left in today's program. Don't forget to visit uh, our website, appshowradio.com. From there, you have links to our Facebook page where you can interact with us. We'd love to hear what apps you think are cool. Maybe we can talk about them on the program. And uh, let us know what uh, you think of the show as well. That's all the time left. Mike Agarbo, Christina Stoyanova, and Graham Williams signing off. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.